On this episode, we talk about collaboration, support systems, what it takes to be a good recruiter versus what it takes to be a good traveler. Atlas All Access starts now. Welcome. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, Chris Madrigal, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to have you guys with us. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it's nice to be with you, buddy. <laughs> Look at that. So for those of you that don't know, Chris and Adam started on the same day, what? Three? Four and a half years ago. What? Four and a half years ago yep. already? It's been a while. Jeez. So they have grown up together in, in the, the industry. World. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And, and so when... I asked for some topics a couple of days ago on you know let's let's what's happening right now. What can we talk about on Atlas All Access that that would give you some more insight? Maybe that isn't just like day to day normal stuff. And Chris suggested he. I'll, I'll read what he sent because this is I think this is great and we can we can delve into it just a little bit more. Um, he he sent what it means to be a good traveler when you show up to the contract. I think about being flexible, having patience, understanding not all facilities do things the right way and maybe discussing how to handle those situations. We can reiterate expectations of the hospitals that they have, that they need help and they're looking for nurses to come in and help. So what does helping include? What are those expectations? And I thought, let's take it a step further. Not only what are those expectations on the traveler side, but then what are the traveler's expectations of their recruiter or a recruiter that they stay with? Sure. Oh, and I think maybe your topic, let's start. So let's hit that from both sides. Yeah, I just think that you know, we've seen a lot of changes. We haven't been in the industry too long, but sure. I think with technology and information and social media, everything has just ramped up and has moved really fast. And so collaboration and partnership means a lot. It means a lot for us internally, how we deal with each other. It, it obviously means a ton with how we relate to our nurses and how our nurses feel or, or relate to us. But I think as far as the hospital, I I just felt like now's an appropriate time to just state the obvious that you know, um, so many of the wonderful things about travel is that it's not what it is in their home hospital. And that could be a positive, a negative. It could just be um, just a condition of familiarity that I'm bored, we do it. What does somebody else do it like that? And I just felt like one of the obvious things is that as a traveler, Number one, you're coming in there to help the hospital. So in a way, you are a guest, you're, you are a stranger, and more than just the patient care, there's gonna be cultural differences. You know, just people, how people speak, how that hospital may do it. You could be coming from a hospital that has all the accolades and awards and you think your way is the right way, but there has to be a, a, a time where, I was talking to Adam about this before we, we came on, is that just to be humble, and to allow yourself an opportunity, not to just get the lay of the land as far as the city, but also in the facility, and allow that facility to kind of, for you to understand some of those nuances. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of nurses mean well, but they may go to a facility and without even them intending, they may not be as open or as flexible as they think they are. Sure. And sometimes some of the challenges that I hear, it comes down to just communication. Yeah, and I think a big word on there is expectations. Um, on there. It, a lot of travelers have an expectation that it's going to be rosy and it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think you, you have to understand where the hospital first, why they have a need, why the need is there that they're coming. 
it, it might already be a hostile environment mm-hmm. coming in mm-hmm. because they've been so short-staffed. They had they didn't have a good manager running the unit, and so people right. left, and that's why they're bringing travelers in. Mm-hmm. You could have a, a really great situation where three people went on maternity leave. They have a cohesive group that works together well, and you're just coming in to fill in that spot why why that young lady, you know, goes off on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So it's it's having it's having realistic expectations of what you're gonna walk into. Mm-hmm. It may be as good as the first first assignment you went to, it may be the worst assignment, but having those expectations of I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna smile, I'm gonna ask them why they need help and and how my help can be best used on there. And I think you'll have a, a better time on your assignment if, if you look at the expectations from everybody from the outside in and how you can best help out. Mm-hmm. So then from, from the other side then, then what does, from, from your point of view or the nurses that you've talked to, what's the expectation of your recruiter in that same scenario? I think just being transparent, we talk about that a lot here, but I think communication, communication, communication. And, and true communication is not sound in words. Mm-hmm. It's actually being truthful with what your concerns are. Mm-hmm. And it I isn't can, just, it isn't just yeah, texting. Yeah, the, like, hey, good know, job. It, it, it's really about addressing it. And for recruiters, there's a challenge sometimes of, I don't want to put someone off. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want to come off as abrasive. But sometimes you're just like, hey, you know, and then let me talk, you know, step back a little bit. It also is about encouragement and just listening to a nurse and understanding and, and also pulling um, resources from your organization that, that I would say that the, my nurses expect me to answer any questions they have and to provide information as far as the unit, kind of just basic things like as far as have I had travelers before? What is their experiences have been? Mm-hmm. Because if you go on social media, it's all over the place. Sure. And so you never really know. And so I think just being aware and just being a, a good listener mm-hmm. really is, 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 is the start of um, what I think the expectation of a recruiter is. And I'm not talking about the basic you know, superficial stuff as far as job, shift, pay, all that's already been taken. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about are some of those those uh, feelings or thoughts or concerns of am I going to be successful or even after, number one, checking in on the first day. Hey, good luck today. I look forward to hearing how your first week goes. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times I'll sit back for a week or two and then I'll check in because I want that nurse to be able to just kind of get a feel. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that maybe that first week or two, you're like, oh, I don't know, this looks sketchy. Or it could be like, this is great. But inevitably, once things settle down, they get to the unit, they've had a chance to show that facility what they're about. Mm-hmm. I think that's where that communication from the recruiter is like, I'm still here with you. I do care about you. But at the same time, I also care about our hospital business partners. Right. And, and we wanna make sure that at the end of the day, um, frustrations and all these other things that have that they do have an indirect effect on patient care mm-hmm. because if a nurse is not focused on the patient, then there's all these other distractions. So I think it's just, like you said, you show up and understand you're there for a need. And that's great if they're a highly sophisticated seasonal hospital that knows everyone's coming down to the to the South for fun and sun. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a small facility that's 
has changeover, you know, the system. Like, I just think when you say helping, sometimes helping is more of a mental state of mind. Like, if I know that there's an issue, you can help that by not stating the obvious. I'm sure that most people, nurses aside, just think people in general kind of know what their issues are or know what the situation is. A lot of times, if you could just hold the company line and just be professional and just be one less person that's piling on and maybe using their time to be more productive, they're going to find out that that even the hardest nut can kind of soften, you know? True. Yeah, and I I think expectations include, like you said, following up of some sort. How's your first week? You know, maybe it might be a couple times that first week that you're following up. It might be once every couple weeks from that point in time forward. But especially on the first one, hey, are you putting your time in at the hospital? Are you getting your time into our online system? Mm -hmm. Are you having any issues with those? Are you struggling with anything? You know, how's your housing? Where are you staying? What are you, you know, Mm -hmm. have you you planned Mm -hmm. some adventures yet? Encouragement for them to have a good assignment and, mm-hmm. and experience where they're at around the country. Um, and I, I, that's the part that I love is living vicariously through my travelers of what they mm-hmm. get to do. Right. And hey, post pictures, you know, show your family you're having a good time, show your mm-hmm. friends, you're, encourage them to get out there and do the same thing as well. So I mm-hmm. think that's super important. I think that, and that's something that, that you both had brought up when we first started talking about this was having that support system in place, right? And it's mm-hmm. not just the family and friends, but it is, you as a recruiter being that part of that support system that's part of your role right i mean as Mm -hmm. as as you go as they go down this journey as they you know as they build this career you're an integral piece the recruiter is an integral piece of that as part of their support system yep and you know we've talked about it a million times like how can you be friends with your recruiter i think it's just the way we are and the way we communicate with the Mm -hmm. travelers it's it's gonna happen. Like these people end up being my friends. They end up being mm-hmm. part of my Atlas family. My success is is only as good as their success out right. there. Right. Um, and it, like, I just don't see how people can't become friends Appa- with those people. Apparently there's a huge industry or people out there that don't know anything about their nurses. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about relationship and progress within this industry i agree that is crazy like you're you know most people won't even drive across town to try a restaurant alone Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but we have these nurses courageously jumping in their car going to a facility they've never been in a state maybe they've never been and you know i just think it's odd like how would you do that without at least having familiarity and friendship or knowing like, hey, if I get a flat tire or if something breaks my windshield, yeah, you have your insurance, but I'm always telling my travelers, like I know, you know, you're an adult and you're, you save lives and, and you, I get that. But that doesn't mean I don't want you checking in because I just want to make sure you're all right. Right. And I think that's that's one of those things where it's just relational. And, and just like you and I, a lot of times we just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially in the pace of hospitals and, and everything that they're tasked to do, from patient care to charting to just getting along with other travelers or even the staff or understanding the vernacular, a lot of times... It just, it's, there's something special about somebody just genuinely listening and saying, you know what, I care. Whatever the situation is, there's a solution and we're going to talk about it. But again, that's that communication. We're going to be honest and and we're going to say like, you know, these are the steps to remedy or whatever that the situation is. Right. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, and I, I want to key on one word that you said at the very, very beginning that I think is important on both sides 
and it's being humble. I think that's been the key to both of your success through here, through your days at Atlas. Mm -hmm. And I think it's having met both a lot of both of your nurses, like quite a few of them over the years, you are who you recruit. And that is just an absolute true statement. I honestly believe that after 15 years of doing this, I believe that if, if, if you don't stay humble, if you don't check yourself yep and and then then you're not going to be successful i think i think in the recruiter travel relationship you know there is going to be some hostility there's sure. going to be times where you feel you were wrong the traveler feels they were wrong mm-hmm. and you have to step back and be humble you really have to step back and say hey you know this is a hard industry to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a hard, hard thing to do. And, you know, even as a recruiter, you know, mm-hmm. we love what we do, but it's, it's some days you have to be humble. You oh. have to mm-hmm. check yourself, yep. step away from the situation and just be humble that you get to be in that situation and then figure out a plan to f- get you out of whatever that mess is. Correct. Cause right. we, we, a lot of times, you know, I guess we could say this, we're paying for the mistakes of other people mm-hmm. and and so that's where that communication i also understand that you need that time component to prove yourself yep so you know i can say all the things i want to say which is probably no different than anybody else hustling and on the grind but i think you'll find that if you do text or call me on the weekend or even a holiday that i get it like mm-hmm. i i'm not I'll never forget that that's why we're here. And I think we're very cool about saying that. Like, yeah. we only exist because of travelers, yep. because right. of nurses, right. because of the needs of hospitals that for staffing. And anything that we do, if it's not about the benefit for that nurse, then we don't typically mess with it. You we're shouldn't not, do it. We're not interested right. in you that. You shouldn't do it. In the yeah, first we're, place. we're interested in our. our you know our nurses' experiences on the road, and I, yeah. I'm very proud of of a of a nurse that can say like, you know what, I may not always have the best job, I may not have always this, but I love it when my nurse is like, hey, but Chris is solid. Like, if yep. it's not now, then it's later. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's to, to flip the script now. I think that's also what nurses need to have. They also need to be very humble. And I think this is an industry that, you know, your 15 minutes of fame could be five years of fame on social media. <laughs> and you could get a real vibe of, you do, you know, of an entitlement and this and that. But at the end of the day, it's like that hospital or that manager or that patient, they don't care whether this is your second contract or your 15th or, or you wrote right. a book or you didn't write a book. Right. They just care of how are you treating that person in this moment at that time. At that, at that very time, right, yep. at that minute. And how you treat that family and how, you know, and yep. how it all relates to the patient care in yeah. the end. Yep. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, fellas, it was good to, it was good to catch up. Very good. Five years in October, it's like we're... Special Gosh. couple. We're gonna have an anniversary. Wow. October thirtieth. Is that what it what is? is the, what is the five years? Is that like? Is that like paper? Or what is? It was the, like five grand. Five, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip to Disneyland. <laughs> Woo! That, I can assure you, it's not a trip. That's not. Gonna, that's not gonna five be year, edited. Oh, five year anniversary. Wood. <laughs> So there you go. You gotta. You have to buy some mahogany. There we go. Will you give me one of those wood watches you have? Oh. That was a gift from Jenny J. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right, Chris, Hi, Adam, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep. Have a great yep. week. All right, we'll see you next week.